Well, today is Father's Day. I hope, uh, dads, that you're getting that message. We've tried to celebrate you in our greeting, in our worship. Uh, Susan included you. Jenna did. I want to. It's Father's Day. It's a time to celebrate you, but I've got to tell you that on half of my brain, I'm celebrating, and on the other side of my brain, I'm finding it difficult to celebrate because we still are in this global pandemic and the infections and the deaths are increasing. And not only do we have that global pandemic continuing, we also have a time of economic downturn with uh, record unemployment, more and more uh, people being unemployed. And if that was not enough, it's a time of social unrest. It's surfacing uh, after years of resistance to a fair and just and equitable integration. So how in the world are we going to, how are we going to celebrate our dads and under these conditions? And in my mind, it seems that if there ever were a time for us to droop our heads, to drag our feet as we attempt to celebrate in cramped conditions with an unseen change on the horizon as we stumble down a rutted road or trip over rocks in the path, it's now. How are we going to celebrate Father's Day with these conditions? Do I sound like a party pooper? I mean, I don't want to be. I just want to try to express a very real tension in our lives right now. How do we navigate through these difficult days and celebrate all at the same time. I don't want not to celebrate, but at the same time, I don't want to try to escape into celebration. I want both, a, a real celebration in the midst of real difficulties. That's my quandary. I, you know, and when I, when I hit that wall and I know that my brain is battling inside, I am so grateful that I don't need to come up with an answer for those questions. We have a really good book to read when life and the questions of life come at us like this. The book not only acknowledges the tensions, but it also provides some answers to our questions. It's a book written in partnership with human beings and their creator the creator of life, explaining how life works through the humans created. Those human writers had to face life with many of the same questions that we're now asking. And as they asked, God spoke to them and then through them wrote answers, the answers that they and we desperately seek. And then even more amazingly, as we read the book today, written thousands of years ago, the divine author shows up and provides real-time commentary to help us understand the answers and to put those answers to work in our lives. How are we going to celebrate Father's Day under these conditions? Well, I suggest that we listen to a few words written down Paul, in partnership with the Holy Spirit, found in 2 Corinthians 5, beginning in verse 5. 
The Spirit of God whets our appetite by giving us a taste of what's ahead. He puts a little of heaven in our hearts so that we will never settle for less. That's why we live with such, gear, such cheer. We don't, you don't see us drooping our heads or dragging our feet. Cramped conditions here don't get us down. They only remind us of the spacious living conditions ahead. It's what we trust in but don't yet see that keeps us going. Do you suppose a few ruts in the road or rocks in the paths are going to stop us? When the time comes, we'll be plenty ready to exchange exile for homecoming. But neither exile nor homecoming is the main thing. Cheerfully pleasing God is the main thing. And that's what we aim to do, regardless of our conditions. Do you, do you see yourself in those words? Drooping our heads, discouraged, dragging our feet, demotivated. Cramped conditions, I could not help but think about us quarantined in our homes. Trusting but not yet seeing. In exile, not homecoming. Do you hear answers to our current situation in those words? Well, this is what I hear I want to pass on first. We can never settle for less than a world set right. The Holy Spirit brings a bit of the future age into our heart so that we can settle, not we can never settle into the conditions of the earth as they currently exist. Nor long for what it used to be. He gives us a taste of what's ahead. Jesus arrived with the kingdom of God so that we're always looking forward to the solution of our difficulties. With Jesus, there's always light at the end of the tunnel in the age to come. No pandemic, no sickness, no death, no unemployment, a stable and forever economy based on a generous and giving king, no social unrest, peace, where every tongue, every tribe, every nation are united without any division, just reconciliation. And we probably can even count on celebration of fathers without any competing circumstances. No more tension between the world as it is and the world that is coming. Come Holy Spirit. Come Holy Spirit. Give us a taste of what is to come. Put a little heaven in our hearts. So just kind of posture yourself. That, I'm, this is a real prayer. Come Holy Spirit. Give us a taste. A taste of what is to come. A little heaven in our hearts. So we live with good cheer without drooping our heads or dragging our feet. Come, Holy Spirit, give us a taste of what is to come so we don't get down in our present cramped conditions. 
Remind us of the spacious living conditions ahead. Come, Holy Spirit. Give us a taste of what is to come. Keep us going down the roads with its ruts and the paths with their rocks because we trust in you, but we don't yet see clearly. Come, Holy Spirit. Give us patience until we exchange our exile for homecoming. Holy Spirit, keep us focused on the main thing. In these days, it is easy to focus upon the pandemic. It's easy to focus upon the, the economy and the downturn, the unemployment. It's easy to focus on the, the social and racial unrest. Maybe even today it's easy to focus on Father's Day. But that, none of that's the main thing. The main thing, cheerfully pleasing God is the main thing. And that's what we aim to do, regardless of the conditions. The aim is not attempting to move some mythical place where these conditions no longer exist. Over the past few months, I have talked to our friends in England, Switzerland, Chile, Rwanda, Lithuania, Congo, Kenya, Israel, and Palestine. And every friend I have that lives in those places that are elsewhere, every one of them live in the same conditions we're living in. There's no place on planet Earth right now that we can escape from our troubling conditions. Nor is the aim to change the conditions on our own terms. Definitely believe we have got to listen and follow the counsel of our public health professionals. We need to continue to practice good hygiene, physical distancing, the wearing of masks in public places. These are the right and the wise actions to take. They will slow the pandemic, but they're not going to end the conditions. We need to understand our current economic downturn. We need to be wise stewards in this volatile market. We, we need to file for unemployment if, we've, if we're unemployed. We need to receive benefits that are needed. But none of these will end the condition. We need to search our heart right now for any lingering root of racism. We need to stand up for our fellow black citizens in a time of deadly unfairness and grief. We need to listen to our neighbors, do our part in reconciliation. These will influence the condition, but they will not end them completely. So our aim can't be our conditions or solving our conditions. Our aim has to be cheerfully pleasing God. Cheerfully pleasing God as we live in exile awaiting our homecoming. So it sounds something like this. Aim to cheerfully please God while facing the challenges of the pandemic. Aim to cheerfully please God while facing the challenges of the current economic bust. Aim to cheerfully please God while facing the challenges of unemployment. Aim to cheerfully please God while facing the challenges 
of protracted systemic racism continuing to exist in our city and our nation. The word there is aim. Shoot for that. Go for that. We may not make it every day, but that should be our aim. That's the main thing. Aim to please God. And yes, today we aim to please God in celebrating Dad's Day. So Dad's Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day to those that are in our community and all those that are joining us online. I want to I conclude with a prayer for our dads. So again, dads, just be postured for a blessing. May God be gracious to you. May God bless you. May God make his face shine upon you. May you be strengthened with all power according to God's glorious might. May you be filled with joy. May God give you the desire of your heart and make all your plans succeed. Enjoy the day. Let's make it our aim to please God today cheerfully. Amen.